Are you an attorney that wants to help seniors have peace of mind and not go broke paying for the care that they need? But you also want to make better money than you're making right now. This is Elder Law in a Box. You'll become proficient helpers of the aging. Now your host, certified elder law attorney and past president of the National Elder Law Foundation. This is Elder Law in a Box. And this is Todd Watley. Hey, welcome to Elder Law in a Box Coaching. Uh, This is episode number two. Number two, and I want to address probably one of the most common um, things that I hear from attorneys, from judges, from the public, from just about everybody. And if you're considering getting into Elder Law, this is probably one of those things that you really need to think about first and hear my take on it. And that is... Is it really ethical to plan for Medicaid, okay, to help someone get qualified for a public benefit? And, you know, I get this from a lot of people, and particularly, you know, when I do public events, and I can always kind of tell someone came there by invitation or whatever, and they're just not real happy with what I'm talking about, about the the Medicaid planning strategies. And if you're thinking about doing Elder Law or if you've had those questions, stick with me, okay? I wanna talk about this for the next few minutes because it is one of those things that I had to work through and and figure out, do I really want to make a living doing this when it may not be right, okay? So, the issue is, you know, when a person has assets and they now need care that is quite expensive and could very literally break them within a matter of a year, two years, three years, should we actually plan for Medicaid? Okay. So how I think about this and how I've addressed this, and it it, it came from real life situations in my office where People were there, and I was like, wow, I never thought about this. And so, and I used to do a newspaper article every week, and it, it was basically QA. And by far, the most um, copied article, the most, um, the one that got the most comments was this very issue. So, I want you to think about couple A and couple B, okay? These are two older couples. They're now, let's say, 70 years old. Exactly the same um, as far as education, as far as work history. Let's say they even worked at the very same place, had the very same job, doing the job, and had the same number of kids. Everything was exactly the same, except couple A saved their money. They would not buy fancy cars. They would not... They did not upgrade their house. They lived in the same house, paid off, and just stayed there and did not go on fancy vacations and just basically did everything that um, they were taught to scrimp and save and not spend money, put some money back for the future, okay? And they did that. And couple B did not. They got paid. They had fun. They bought the new cars, went on vacation, did things and upgraded their house and just 
have fun with her money. And I am not passing judgment on either one. I'm just saying there are those two types of people in the world, okay? Same salary, same everything, but they treat their money differently. They did something different. One scrimped and saved, did not have fun with their money. The other one did. So now they are 70. And let's say Mr. A and Mr. B both have a stroke. They go into the hospital. Medicare pays for that. He does not make great progress. He goes to a nursing home. He gets Medicare rehab. That's paid for by Medicare. And then at the end of rehab, they they tell Mrs. B, he really does not need to go home. He needs to stay here because he has not progressed well. He needs 24-7 care. You can't do this at home. He needs to stay here. Miss B says, okay, how much is it? Let's just say it's $10,000 a month. Oh, my God, $10,000 a month. So, Mrs., they ask both of them, how much money do you have in the bank? You know, do you qualify for Medicaid to help you pay for this? So Mrs. A says, well, we've scrimped and saved and done fairly well. We have $500,000 saved up in the bank for the future. And they're like, oh, well, Mrs. A, that's way too much money. You do not qualify for Medicaid. You've got to pay 10000 bucks a month until you qualify. Mrs. B, they ask her, Miss B, how much money do you have in the bank? She said, we don't have anything. We've had fun our whole life bought things, done things. We don't have anything. They're like, oh, you're qualified for Medicaid immediately. So you think about those two situations where the government gladly pays for Mr. B's care because he has no money in the bank. They don't ask why. They don't ask how much you made. They don't ask anything other than today, how much money do you have in the bank? Mrs. A, we have a lot of money. And so, therefore, they do not qualify for Medicaid, whereas Mr. B does. Is that fair? All right. That's the question that you've got to deal with as an attorney. And if you think you want to do elder law, is that situation fair that two families, same income, same everything, but they treated their money differently and they're now going to be treated differently by this government benefit? I personally think it is okay for me to work with family A and say, look, yes, you've done well. And the Medicaid rules allow us to get some of the money, basically all of the money to Mrs. A and get Mr. A the care he needs immediately. And you can still save a very large portion of your assets. Okay. The the rules allow it there, and we'll get into this, but there is the spousal protection rules under Medicaid that says Mrs. A has to live. She has to carry on and do things, and the Medicaid rules allow us to protect her. Now, probably the rules as laid out would do something, but we as elder law attorneys can make it do really good things, okay? And that's what tax attorneys do and estate planning attorneys do. They take the rules and make it very advantageous to their client. So therefore, part of Medicaid is saying, 
Mr. and Mrs. A, just because you have scrimped and saved and done well with your assets does not mean that you have to spend everything for your care. We're going to treat you basically the same as Mr. and Mrs. B, all right, and let you both get the care that you need and not go broke, all right? So every time I've brought that up in a when someone corners me, is like, how do you think that this is right? When I bring that up, without fail, every person in the room says, ah, I get it, all right? So that's how I think about it, and I think it's a very realistic um, mindset because I have, I have seen those cases numerous times in my office, and that's what I, as an elder law attorney, do, and I've actually done Medicaid appeals into court. And I've had a judge look at me and say, Mr. Twally, how do you justify this? And since judge salaries are pretty much standard or um, published, I set my example based on a lawyer salary and a lawyer scrimping and saving and doing things. And every time I have, if the judge brings it up and I bring up this answer, couple A, couple B, without fail, the judge is like, oh, yeah, I get it. Okay. Show me the rules. Show me the law. Let's make sure that everything you did is within policy and they're okay with it. And so if you personally struggle with this, or if someone confronts you, I've always used this example and it's worked extremely well and it's just the truth. Okay. So I hope that helps. If you have questions, you can always email me, Todd at elderlawinterbox.com. Go to my website. I do coaching. I do short-term coaching, long-term coaching. Pretty much, if you need help, I will figure out some way to help you get into elder law, grow your elder law practice, and truly make a difference in some, some folks' lives, okay? Thank you very much. Please subscribe, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Elder Law in a Box, helping you help seniors have peace of mind and not go broke paying for the care that they need. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. But it doesn't stop here. If you want to learn more about letting Todd be your elder law coach, find him at www.elderlawinabox.com and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all at Elder Law in a Box. Thanks for listening. Until next time.